If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino here on a busy football Friday. Among the guests today, Paul Charchian in 90 minutes, his best player props. For the two title games this weekend, Jeff Siegel, busy weekend and a big weekend in the world of horse racing and our buddy Adam Chernoff later on. Um, final 30 minutes of the show today on his best bets for the two title games as well. And Paulie at Bet Rivers this morning, Chiefs hanging at 7.5, total 54.5, Rams 3.5, total 45.5. And, and the news that we had yesterday out of uh, both camps here Whitworth on the offensive line was full at practice for the Rams. Big news as he missed the game last week against the Buccaneers. Van Jefferson, wide receiver, returned to practice yesterday. Uh, On the flip side for the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell, important running back and weapon for that team. Uh, He returned. He was limited. They are managing his reps. They're saying zero danger of missing the actual game. Uh, Trent Williams' ankle did not practice yet again yesterday. He'll be fine, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's yep. what Shanahan said earlier. He said Williams knows he's going to play. I loved his line, Shanahan. Putting Williams in motion is scary, and I can't believe it's legal. I know. It's, it's well, this big part of this with the Mark, running game and what they have. Yeah. Mark my words on this. NFL teams will indeed copy this. Yes. It's a copycat league. Yeah. And for him to be the first guy to actually do this and figure it out, like we can put this guy that's 340 pounds or whatever in motion, the best tackle in football. And just steamroll his way into like two different defenders and take care of them on a run play? Absolutely, we're going to do this. And it makes sense if you can do it. Yep. So, um, and then in the AFC game, you know, Honey Badger, Teren Matthew, concussion last week, had to leave right away. He returned on Thursday. So I know that there was a big back and forth, you know, speculation. Was he going to play this week, earlier in the week? Is he not going to play? So it was good news for the Chiefs because he is such a key member of that secondary. And if you're going to have to replace him with what they have beyond him in that part of the, you know, with that part of the team, it's not pretty. Sorensen is terrible. Yep. Concur. Yeah. The most important part of the late game, it might be, how do you handicap this? You probably won't know until you talk to the people on the ground, but will it be majority of 49er fans? Sam Farmer from uh, Los Angeles says it's the number one ticket on StubHub. Playoff ticket. So that would mean it's going to be 49er Nation taking over again. 
I mean, th- how embarrassing could this be? Here it is. StubHub says it's on track to be the number one best-selling playoff game in the site's history. If they have to go silent snap count in the NFC title game at home again, oh, unmitigated disaster. Well, remember, Paul, we needed two teams in Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Okay, had to have yeah, that. Yes. No, none, not Raiders. Correct, yes. Yes, they, they screwed over uh, Mark Davis with that, uh-huh. with that Garson fiasco. There should be a 30 for 30 on that. He thought he had the votes, and they took the votes. He was left out in the cold, and they did a great job, and everything worked out well, for him. But this, I mean, imagine if this has to happen again. What do you think if Goodell it, is thinking on Sunday if that's the case? My God. And it's an overwhelming amount of 49ers fans cheering throughout the entire game. Hey, come on, that's got to hurt a little yeah. bit. Well, if these ticket brokers are saying it's all 49er fans, and it's a hot ticket, and you just... I mean, that, that's, that speaks to more of 49er Nation taking over. And again, I've never met an Arizona Cardinal fan, so all that stuff about what happened a couple weeks ago is moot. Yep. This, this is nuts, and this is a big, to me, unless Garoppolo throws a ton of interceptions, which could, which could happen, this is a very important part of the game. If it's going to be another road game for the Rams, and it's right. 49er Nation yep. taking over. Yep, yep. So I also, you know, I think another big part of this game is which McVeigh are we going to get? Are we going to get the play caller out of McVeigh that was so good in the first half last week. And I have all the numbers right here. I went back and looked at the entire box scores of uh, not only the game against the Buccaneers, but the game against the 49ers in Week 18. And I counted the first half passes on first down against Tampa Bay. He threw the ball 11 times on first down in the first half last week. First half runs on first down. There were eight. Most of them came after they got out to a comfy lead and right before halftime. The first half passes on second down. He threw the ball nine times on second down. He ran the ball twice on second down. And then when you flip it to the second half, he threw the ball six times on first down. Two of those came after it was 27-27 on that final drive to get him down the field. Magical, huh? It worked. Imagine that. Uh, The second half runs on first down. Nine. Just trying to milk the lead. The second half passes on second down. Five of them, one of those was after it was tied 27-27 compared to nine in the first half. But the second half runs on second down. There were six compared to two in the first half. Yep. And that's big. He completely played not to lose. He's a big part of this game as well. He was horrendous on Sunday. He was awful in the Week 18 game. How is this not in his head that he has lost six in a row to this guy? Yep. I mean, imagine you're going to go 0-3 this year and go and lose seven straight to Shanahan. The dog has covered six in a row. Uh, in this matchup as well, head-to-head. But he lost his mind in the Week 18 game. I mean, it's 17 nothing. There's 40 seconds left. It's third and one. He goes empty. And and Stafford sacked, and it gives the 49ers time, and he gave them three free points before the half, which was enormous. See, that's very key. They were they actually went rush-pass-pass pass before the two-minute warning on that drive. And again, they're up 17 nothing. With a first down, they go rush, rush, takes the sack on that third and one, the Niners get the ball back with 38 seconds left, and they drive down. I think they had the ball at the 15. Yeah, they had they the 15 pinned. yard line. Yeah, the Rams were near midfield. Yeah, yep. He blew that, and they gave the 49ers three points before halftime, and that right. was a huge part of that game. And then when you go back and look again, uh, Rams led 24-17. They went with the lead, rush San Francisco timeout, rush San Francisco timeout, and another rush. They made the Niners, you know, kill all their timeouts. They punted, and the Niners came down to tie it at 24, and they eventually won the game yeah. in overtime. Isn't that why you made the trade? You get rid of Goff, you bring in Stafford, you have Cup, MVP candidate, you don't even throw the ball, mm-hmm. don't even give him a chance, and he had a big game in both meetings. 
uh, to me, there was lunacy. And then Ramsey was burnt toast as well. Yeah. Samuel had a big game and a big last drive, and they won in overtime, and they dominated the second half. We know what happened in the Monday night game. That was total domination. As we uh, pointed out earlier in the week, it was 31-10. to 10. McVay lost his mind in that game. He tried the fake field goal before halftime, yeah. which blew up. He kicked the field goal down 31-7 to 7 with three minutes. I mean, the 49ers kicked their ass. First drive, 18 plays, 93 yards, 11 minutes. They had an 11-play, 91-yard drive as well. That lasted eight minutes. As Ray Ratto told us Tuesday, they have neutralized Donald. He's become a non-factor. They are punching the Rams in the mouth, and the Rams have had no answer yep. in the majority of these games to beat them six in a row. And that, that Monday night game was beautiful. Stafford's thrown for four, four interceptions this year in the two games. Uh, Beckham did nothing in the first game, although you could say they weren't on the same page. I'll go along with that. He threw a pick six in the Monday night game, and Jimmy has played well. You know, by, by the way, against probably the weakness of this 49ers team, he's thrown four INTs. Yeah. Secondary, clearly no great shakes here right. for San Francisco. And that's what I would do. I wouldn't even mess around with Akers, and I would come out and, and throw the ball out. So would I. Uh, but can you protect them? Armstead all over the field, and they wrecked the Green Bay plans yeah. and what they did. with Bobosa was all over the field, too. 16 pressures on Stafford in the in the Week 18 meeting, right, too. Right. So. Well, that's why I think Whitworth... A full practice yesterday, and when you look at the Rams' like pass block win rate, they are phenomenal in that area to give Stafford protection. And so, getting that guy back, and if he can go, is going to be huge, just because of what you said, Armstead and Bosa, and even like you know Warner when they bring the Heat and other guys on that team. Remember the game against Dallas; they kept and Michael Lombardi pointed this out. The way that they kept rotating, like the eight or nine guys on the defensive line to stay fresh throughout the entire game, was huge. Shanahan with a good game plan. Mm-hmm. All this stuff about Shanahan now, people say it's amazing the way this works, right? How much credit certain individuals get when it goes well and how much blame they take when it doesn't go well. When they were 3-5, and five, people were ripping him. Oh, he's overrated. He's not that good of a coach. But, it, well, he, but Paul, it happened, I mean, it's ridiculous. It happened last year when they had a zillion injuries. Yeah. Well, I'm not so sure about the Shanahan guy's coach anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how about you overreact react a little bit more? He's a wizard. He's great. With what he's doing with, uh, he loved Mitchell. Yeah, we love Mac Jones too. Don't forget what he's doing with Debo and what he's doing with Williams. And he's he's in the NFC Championship game with a turnover-prone quarterback that the fan base can't stand. Yep. And by the way, I noticed this uh, throughout the year at their probably when they were three and five, like around that week seven, week eight timeline, uh, they were actually two hundred to one. And I missed that. I grabbed a hundred to one on this team. I came back in and I bet oh, him again. I but, thought one fifty was the high water mark. I saw it. Okay. Yeah, two hundred wow. was actually out there. God. And now here you go, one game away. Yeah, that's and, I mean, you just, yeah, it's it's it could be a sea of 49er fans. I, you think, know, this, I think that's I, I, how do you handicap that? How do you know? Here, it's uh, it could be out of control Sunday. I know another one of the talking points is seven out of nine road games here in four in a sure, row. That's big. This has happened before though, where teams have actually gone to the Super Bowl and won it by playing every single game in the playoffs on the road. Yeah, well, it could be a letdown for Kansas City after the overtime thriller. Uh, you think maybe, I agree with Carson Palmer, the experience should win out. Yeah. Although I thought that would happen with Tennessee, but Tennessee vomited on themselves, mm-hmm. especially Tannehill. But you would think at some point the schedule would catch up with them, right? All those road games. Remember, they went to Seattle. They went to Cincinnati. They had to go to Tennessee on that Thursday night game. And then you have a, a, essentially a play-in game week 18 on the road. Then you have to go to Dallas, and you have to go to Lambeau, and I have to go back to L.A. Huh? Well, there's no travel involved here, but still, that's, that's all, all these road games in a row. Right, and to be honest again... They have an extra day because they played on Saturday night, and the Rams played all the way across the country on Sunday. So they didn't get back until Sunday night, and this is like the easiest trip possible that the Niners can make anywhere in the entire league. 
So mm-hmm. maybe that is a slight break for this team, and it could be a home home game basically for them again with the fans. Yes. Intriguing game, very much so. And this well, this is why you got Stafford too. He is ten. Excuse me, against ten win teams, at least ten win teams. He was five and sixty-one in Detroit. He's four and five with the Rams. So he plays well again, and he was awesome against Tampa Bay, and they yep. go to the Super Bowl. Okay, there you go. But that's why you made the trade. Sure. But he he was he was awful, and then uh, the second half, and in the first meeting, I would actually say the Super Bowl is why they made the trade because well, golf got him yeah, there. That's true. Yeah. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers. Up next, we will go over some historical numbers for this round. Again, just pick the winner as the point spread has uh, rarely mattered. And the magic number in this round is 30. Details on that coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. In terms of historical numbers for this round and basically the playoffs in general, Paulie, this was a big thing during Wild Card Weekend, and it also came true last week as well. But when you look at the outright winner, right, they've covered the spread in all but five of the last 40 conference championship games. That's 87.5% overall. And again, going back, the most recent team to do this, it was actually New England four years ago when they won, but they did not cover as a 7.5-point favorite against Jacksonville. And basically, Jacksonville should have won the game. Yes, so then it would not have mattered either right. in that game. Packet was atrocious in that game. Uh-huh. 
So if it continues like that, just basically pick the winners. So as I said on, you know, again, it doesn't mean that this is going to continue because the Chiefs could win, you know, 27-21 and the Rams could win, you know, 24-21. And there you go. Both dogs lose, but they cover the games outright. Uh, but if it continues to go like this, like, do you think the Bengals can win the game outright? No. I thought, uh, they're, I mean, they're definitely lucky to be here and they, they should have lost Saturday. Think about what happened Saturday. They were plus three in the turnover battle. They allowed nine sacks. As Mike Palm pointed out, it was actually 11. Yeah. And somehow they win the game. And they, they can't even get to 20. And you still have Chase. I mean, this offensive line is horrendous. But you look at Kansas City, and they're 28th in uh, sacks. So can they can they put they – have also, I don't think they'll be able to run the ball, though. So I, I just it, – it's a great story, but they've combined for 35 points in the two games. They were lucky to survive the Raiders, I think, who are average. Yep. And then it just – everything went their way last week, and they won by three points. Well, let's put it this way. Had the Titans, right, if that team actually received better play at quarterback, they're not losing that game. No. Well, it, also the Bengals lose if they don't have McPherson. That's another one. Guy was, I mean, the luxury guy was that money. game, right, just come out and, and nail it no matter where you are on the field. And the Chiefs, by the way, for the record, they do not have the Titans' defense. So the Bengals can do what they did to them in week one, or the last time they played. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, where Burrow well, goes nuts and Chase is unstoppable, and here you go with a shootout. Well, what Kansas City defense is it now? Is it the team that stunk to start the year, or is it the team that held six straight opponents to 17 or fewer and shut down Dak and, and shut down the Raiders and shut down a lot of teams? And then now at the end, it's been ugly. Yeah. That, that's weak. The first game against Cincinnati, the performance against Locke and the Broncos, the performance. I mean, guys are wide open against the Bills. Oh, it is flipped. I mean, what are you, what are you doing on Davis? Someone, yep. hello. I mean, you give up that many points and that many yards, and Diggs did nothing. Yep. So that's cause for concern there. Do they hit? Do they hit the home run with Chase? What adjustments does Spags make? Do they put heat on Burrow? Do they knock him on his ass again, uh, over and over again, repeatedly? But it's uh, it's again, how do you go against Mahomes? This is the 13th consecutive playoff game that the Chiefs are favored into. So well, it makes sense with this guy. Sure. Right? And, and then in the second half, remember they couldn't stop the Chiefs in the first meeting in the first half. In the second half, the Chiefs couldn't get the ball, but they only scored three points, and it could have got a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse in the first half. You mentioned the hill drop on the bomb. They returned a kick that was Big. called back on a touchdown. So they contained Hill and Kelsey in that game, and they're on a roll right now. I don't know if the Bengals will be able to do so. I don't think the Bengals will be able to apply any pressure on Mahomes Sunday. Okay, so here's the on the flip side, though, with the Chiefs in their front, based on what just happened with the Titans getting those nine sacks – and how the books would adjust this team total or the combined sacks in this yeah. game, right? It's four and a half last week, as it usually is. That's like the generic number on sacks combined for the game. This week, I'm seeing five for the game combined between both teams. And it's, by the way, it's the over is juiced to like minus 115. But if you want to maybe get yeah. creative on this, because get you now have to get to six sacks combined to win that prop. Like, there is a big difference here between, you know, four and a half and five, in my opinion, in that whole sack thing. But if you want to maybe look for some plus money, you can find at some of these books individual players at plus money to get a sack. For example, Frank Clark, I found at plus 112 to get a sack. Chris Jones nice. is even money. But as we pointed out throughout this entire week, like Melvin Ingram was, I mean, he was just Beast. unblockable against the Bills and how much pressure he was getting on Allen. He's plus 250 to have one sack in the game. I don't mind that. I think that's a pretty good number. I agree with Carson Palmer. I think this is where experience will show, and uh, and the Chiefs will uh, pull out the comfortable win. But this is also food for thought. I thought Joe Osborne had a pretty good tweet. 
Look at the Chiefs when they played a top-tier quarterback. Lamar, well, if you want to call him that, but still. Lamar Jackson, 36 points. Oh, he was having a good season. Josh Allen, 38 and 36 points. Herbert, 30 and 28 points. Burrow, 34 points. Making the case for the team total over. Yep. But also, you know, I don't put uh, Carr in that class. But still, they did shut down the Raiders. But you look what has happened when they've gone. They did shut, shut Dak down, and they couldn't move the ball uh, Dallas when they went to Kansas City. Yep. But that's an interesting tweet. I mean, look at what has happened against this defense against pretty good quarterbacks. And Allen has carved Ar- Allen carved them up in both meetings, and we know what Burrow did in the Week 17 game. So, do you think if could the Bengals in a shootout could they outscore the Chiefs in this spot on the road and come out of here and go to the Super Bowl? And here's why I throw that at you because if you go back and look again in this round. The magic number here is 30. Mm-hmm. And actually, KC became the first home team in recent memory to lose by scoring 30 points in 2019. But when host teams score 30 points or more on Championship Sunday, they are 15-1 and one straight up and 14-2 and two ATS going back. Those that don't reach a 30-point mark are 12-12 and 12 straight up and 7-17 and 17 ATS since 2002. Yep. Some of this stuff isn't a surprise. Uh, the AFC's on a nice run. The th- home favorite, assume the home team is on a 13-2 and two straight up run. The team that uh, wins a turnover battle is on a 28-4 ATS run. Mm. Tampa uh, was the outlier last year in Lambeau. This, all, this angle also fits in both games. If the home team made the playoffs last year and the opponent didn't, they're on a 7-1 and one straight up run. That angle favors both home teams as well. To answer your question, I don't think so. I don't think the Bengals can repeat what happened in Week 17. You also have to be all, uh, near perfect to beat this guy in the playoffs. It's well, ridiculous. Think about what's happened here with his resume. He comes into the league, his first year as a starter, he takes the league by storm. They go to the AFC title game, who beats him the GOAT? Mm-hmm. Okay, but he was awesome, flawless in the second half. If he gets the ball to start, they win the coin toss, he probably wins probably, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then he wins the Super Bowl the next year. Then he loses last year, but he didn't have his offensive line. And now here he is again with a chance to go back to the Super Bowl for the third year in a row. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to score 30 points for the Bengals to win this. How are you going to contain this offense? Sure, sure. I would agree with that, right? Uh, Holding, and by the way, the the Bengals actually held Hill and Kelsey down the first time around. Yeah. I don't see that happening a second time here. And Mahomes is so good when it matters like this. It's just like, okay, like the Bengals, I would be shocked. I'm usually not shocked by much. I would be shocked if the Bengals went there and won 17-13. And Mahomes in the offense really they sputtered the entire time and couldn't really do a lot. Now were they getting were they still Okay, so the COVID wasn't weren't they just getting over the COVID too? Oh, did Hill, Hill still have Kelsey? It? I can't remember if that was the game or not. I think they I think Kelsey missed the Pittsburgh game. And then they played Cincinnati, so they still had some uh lingering effects. Yeah, possible. I don't know. And also the last eighteen times that a home team has won and covered the spread in a conference title game. It's also gone over. So that would correlate, and that would be a bad result for the books this week. Like if game number one goes to the Chiefs, they cover and it goes over, yeah, there you go. That means the public's going to have a great start to the day. Yeah, and we mentioned this Monday. This is hilarious that this also is the matchup, considering what happened in Week 17, When I and I was one of them too. Zach Taylor, what are you doing? Fourth and goal from the one with 40 seconds, kicked a field goal, and he goes for it twice. And they scored. He's like, well, 40 seconds is too much time for Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> well, 13 seconds was too much right. on Sunday. But I, I would think Andy Reid would have the answers and Zach Taylor would not. I would think so, too. That would be the other one. Like, in Zach Taylor's first-ever conference title game, the moment could be a little bit too big. Yes. Right? Like, 
it seems to me like if Joe if Joe Burrow stays healthy, this team's going to be a contender now moving forward for a long, long time. But it's also, I'm not worried about Burrow, but Zach Taylor, come on. It's Andy Reid we're talking about here. Yeah. And again, this guy has now been to four consecutive title games in the AFC and the NFC. That's, come on. he Other than Belichick, the guy's right there. He's one of the best to ever do it. I don't think they'll be able to run the ball. And you can put him in third and long. Then you can pin your ears back. And we know how bad the offensive line is. And then if, if Spags, it comes down to Spags too. I don't know what that was defensively. I mean, that was ridiculous what he was doing. How they played chase and how they played defense in that first Oh, game. yeah. But, but I do think, again, if you go back and look, the Bengals got a very friendly whistle they did. at home in the first game. Right. I don't see that happening again on Sunday. And do they hit the big plays? They're top. They're sixth in the league in pass plays longer than 20 yards. Do they have the home run hitters in the big plays? I can tell you this. I don't see Higgins playing a big role like he did against Tennessee. And how Tennessee defended him was, was, uh, was suspect at best. Did you see uh, longest touchdown of the game? 44 and a half. Yeah, I can't I, do that. I, Rams I game, yes. You, Rams under, yes. I can't do it. I can't no, not in this one. No. no. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be there with you throughout the entire playoffs, and then on championship weekend, we're going to have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on VSIN. Com. Up next, we'll recap last night's betting action. It's now 13 in a row and 15 out of the last 15, uh, 16 with win some, lose some. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. Here we go, win some. How about this? Seattle plus 280. They beat the Penguins. What happened there? I'm not sure. Wow. They because scored one goal to Pittsburgh. It looked like uh, Jari was going to, you know, on, on his way to maybe another shutout here last night. Not the case. Yep. I had Penguins first period, too. Nothing. Canucks plus 160. Took out the Jets. Blue Jackets plus 170. Beat the Rangers. You mentioned it. Here we go again. Goal in the first 10 minutes. The Devils. 13 in a row and 15 of 16. They play again Saturday night. Let's rumble. Yep. I didn't give it out on air because it was $1.75. And I thought, okay, but but. but uh, Do you know where this number started at? I saw 175 when we woke up yesterday at Bet Rivers. Well, no, no, go like going back early on, maybe what? in the streak, like well, when it was oh, like, how low the odds were. Is it like maybe like a dollar forty? That's and a now Chris Otto question. Okay. I'm sure you're probably right. Yes, 13 in a row and 15 of 16. The gift that keeps on giving. Flyers also play Saturday morning. They've lost 13 in a row. The Sixers from two up to six. No LeBron. Sixers take them out, no problem. Stanford money line again, five to one. They swept USC. Yeah. Come on. I mean, Arizona just destroyed Stanford by 30 on the road. USC can't beat them. I believe I saw today that it's the first time since 2007 an unranked team swept a ranked team, like as high as USC was ranked in the same month. They were undefeated going in into 15 the 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. They were unbeaten going into the first meeting. Right. Eberflus to the Bears, he was 10 to one. If you bet that. I, I thought Cousin Sal had a funny tweet. It's like, didn't we all watch the Week 18 game when Jacksonville went up and down the field? <laughs> yes. Was the Green Bay special teams coach not available? 
That was a good tweet. I don't know. Okay, Chicago. All right, get it done. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends coming up in a second. How about this tweet? Lakewood Police Department, suburb of Denver, I believe. Oh, boy, what an attack. There will be snow tomorrow during the a.m. rush hour. So you know the routine. Make sure your tires have good tread. Drive slowly and give the same amount of room to nearby cars that the Bills gave Kelsey with seven seconds left. You <laughs> get in the field goal range. Oh, what a takedown. That's great. That is. That's very good. How about this parlay that hit? Johnny Avello talked about the 20-team uh, parlay at uh, DraftKings. How about a 14-leg parlay at Caesars? Look what that sucker paid. 27000 on a $20 bet, 14-leg. A couple money lines on there, a couple spreads. Oh, my God. Hit that lottery ticket. That is good. How about Tippy Toe here with the cats? Look at this cat video. In the snow. Like, you know what? Maybe hide your numbers, right? Or you don't want to show the cats coming in. All right. I'll just go in my prints. Right back in. Wait. So, he, wait a second here. He yeah. never made... Like multiple prints at all? No. No, he hit the original one he every single time? He hit the original time? print going out, coming back. How about that? Oh, this this cat's a lunatic. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Look at that. That's a silent killer right there. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah? That's like the shiny. Sure. That's oh. unbelievable, right? Look at this. Look at the dog jumping in the pool, too. Look at the little, look at the little fella. Wait, does he Get climb the ladder here? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It, it up. Uh-oh. Yep. One more. <laughs> Yep, it cannonball. Wow, oh, they nailed it. Good for Very him. Good. Looks like the dog from the mask, right? Jim Carrey. I never yeah. saw it. No. What? You didn't see the mask with I, Jim Carrey? I had no interest. Oh no. come on. No, was it good? You know the ex went to high school with Cameron Diaz. That's where she got her big break in that movie too. Yeah. I, okay. You didn't see the mask? No, never watched it. it looked terrible. Was that the Bobby Farrelly story about when they asked him to do Dumb and Dumber? He was coming off. Mask and Pet Detective. Pet Detective, I think, was the He goes, I want a million to do Dumb and Dumber. And then Ben blew up. And then that came out. He goes, I want eight million. Yeah. They go, what happened? Oh, that was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great story. That is awesome. Bad for the books. Wisconsin from seven up to nine. You see that finish? You hear the roar when Nebraska hit a three to put it on eight and they didn't foul? They had it. Yep. Right in the middle. Boom. Lightning, 295 up to 350. And they get it done. And they win uh, three to two. Lose some. Penguins from 290 up to 330. They get beat. We talked about uh, tip pooling yesterday with dealers and in the casino business and just sharing tips as well. We get off the air. Benji sent this in. He worked at the Palms Pool. It was called Ditch Fridays. Oh, oh it yeah. was a scene. Oh, it was huge. It was crazy. A crazy pool party when the Palms was hopping. Um, he managed the pool. We were short-staffed, and we called in. Ghost Bar used to be at the top. We called in a ghost bar waitress to work an unpopular section with one corner cabana. Turns out there was a whale in town celebrating his divorce. Only one cabana was left in her section. He ran up a $100,000 tab and bought a beer for the entire pool. Probably 3,000 people. How strong is that move? Wow. I want to buy everyone around. Everyone. Yeah, everyone in the place. All 3,000 people? Yeah, on me. He tipped the server 38000 You can only imagine how pissed off the other servers were that worked the pool full-time. They didn't share tips. She got it all, Johnny. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sure that went over very well with her uh, co-workers. Yeah, she comes in, doesn't even work there, picking up the ship. There's 38000 You got the autograt and everything that's uh, calculated on that. That's nuts. Another one, too, lose some. Never. 
let someone else hit the button on video poker. Bob Dancer told that story where a woman of the night was with a guy at uh, Hard Rock in, in Florida. Yep. Where he said, hey, hit the button for good luck. She hit it. They paid her, not him. Yep. And uh, that was a problem. So our friend of a friend is out a couple weeks ago. He's playing Ultimate X 10 play. He gets dealt twos. He gets dealt two. So he's going to win at least $4,000. So now it just determines how, how many kickers is he going to get right. with the twos and how much he's going to win. He has the girlfriend hit the button. And apparently she's left-handed. And he's on the – so apparently she's like like, you know, like reaching okay, over. Yeah. And then reaching over, she hits the button and does and, and hits the wrong button and suddenly doesn't hold the, the one of the twos. They, long story short, they didn't pay him. They call the people. They come in to examine. It is not a malfunction. It is not an error by one of the buttons. It's human error. No, no pay you. Not paying you. Talk four, $6,000 out the window. Has the girlfriend hit the button. She comes over. Left-handed. Screws up. I, I'm speechless. That one stinks, my friend. That I mean, is that is stinks. end of the relationship right there. But oh. also, it's your fault. Yeah, why would you? It's your fault. Yeah. Just hit the button. Actually, you... I'm, I'm torn. Then what happens here? Oh, that is the... I can't even... Right now, listen, I didn't even know about the story. Yeah, I told you. Right I sent now, you a text. My, my, I heard the story. My stomach just dropped. Yeah. Can you imagine? I've got to run that one by Bob Dancer. He was oh, living. Remember when I told the bartender? God. Remember when I told the bartender, hit the button, oh, I'll yeah. give you half? And yep. she got a Royale with cheese seven times? I had to give her half. I mean, yep. a man of my word. Yeah. <laughs> you don't double check the work? Hey, I'm going to bam. Okay, whoops. Yep. I guess it happens so quickly that the elbow hits she the button, to, yeah, doesn't hold it over. anymore, then you hit the draw. That's what you get for being left handed. Oh, too. man. How about this loose sum? That, that's very good. How about. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of this on the. On, I guarantee you hear a lot of this Sunday with those bozos on the pregame shows. Well, it's hard to beat a team three times, Jim. Okay, a great tweet. When national media members try to tell you it's hard to beat a team three times, they're making things up. Since 2002, there have been eight third game rematches. It's two and zero in the regular season. The playoffs, those teams. Excuse me, when it went two and zero in the regular season, in the playoffs, it's five and three straight yeah. up. That is made up. It's it's nonsense. In fact, it's it's not art. It's not hard at all to beat a team. No, no, no. It doesn't. There's nothing to this. I no. don't even know why people continue to go down this path. Coach speak. Yeah. Bad beat San Francisco. If they missed the tournament, it's because of last night. They were laying two and a half at home against St. Mary's. They led by 17. They lost the game. They were up 25-6 and then 41-24 at halftime. Come on, guys. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Friday. Get a 20% profit boost on the NHL. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Also, and I have uh, BYU, their conference win total over. They got beat at the buzzer last oh, night in the West Coast what a Conference. Finish. Like a Tyus Edney type deal. Yeah. I came running down. He didn't kiss it, didn't bank it in, but threw it up in uh, Santa Clara at the buzzer. There was also a line move on that UCLA game. I think it dropped like three, four points last night because uh, Juzang was out, missed the game, and they it, does, it didn't matter. They took out Cal in a body bag. They killed him last night. Feels like uh, people are forgetting about UCLA. They were a three-and-a-half-point dog earlier in the week against Arizona. I know Arizona has been playing as well as anybody in the country, but UCLA has everybody back from last year's team that it was a you know a miracle away from taking Gonzaga to the overtime in that game, in the Final Four. And Cronin's a good coach. So You have something there with Houston, too. Boy, are they good. I'm telling you, Houston is, and I think they're still number two according to uh, Torvik and his numbers. I just don't know what happened in the first half against Wisconsin. They were no, getting buried. They buried. came all the way back and I think lost by two. But yep, that's... yep. But if that team did not have injuries, they are as good as any team in the country. Yeah. So, and they were a Final Four team last year. Just Baylor was a machine a year ago. 
Uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole new level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games and give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to the website, which is betrivers.com today, to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. It's playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House, void where prohibited. Uh, up next, I think we have to play some audio from Shaq last night as he brought Scorched Earth, and uh, good for him. I loved hearing what he had to say on this uh, diva in the NBA, and we'll hit tonight's NBA card. Six blocks in his last game. What can he do for an encore as we're looking to take a wrecking ball to sports books? And by the way, there's a certain pocket of the country where he's still available at 249 to 1. I'll tell you where it is coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21 playable in Jersey as play Sugarhouse. Okay, so the NBA slate that we have coming up tonight, I will give people a heads up. For those of you watching in and around uh, the nation's capital on Masson, first of all, good morning. We appreciate it. Um, check your legal sports books today in Washington, D.C., because it has been uh, brought up. I've been alerted to this. Thank you to Better Z. That's a uh, deep cut here on VSIN and follow the money, a throwback to the early days. Better Z. Um, Phenomenal airport rankings. Too. Oh, man, awesome. Very good. Yeah. He pointed this out to me earlier this morning. Folks, you can still find Jaron Jackson, I'm looking right now, 
at 249-1 to to win Defensive Player of the Year. I will gladly put more money on that. Put it this way. Sure, don't be a moron. If Circa, and I have, put it this way, it's going to be a very good day if Jared Jackson wins Defensive Player of the Year for many of us now. He's now down to 8-1 to in another <laughs> book. But if, if where we're broadcasting from right now offered this bet, if Circa had this bet and it was 249-1, to I would go out there and bet it over and over and over and over again today. I would not. I would. I would love to have 10, 12, 15, 20 tickets on Jaron Jackson. Jackson had a huge number to win the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, Derek will give you what you want. Yeah. They don't have it up here. Sure. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a phenomenal number. Again, You're very busy here. We 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 noticed that uh, again. The number all the way down between like eight and eh, give or take like forty five, <laughs> fifty to one at uh-huh. other spots. Yes. Or locked right, out locked completely, up. taken off the board. Locked up. Yeah, that's something. Got to watch a game tonight. Coming up to six block performance. It's a good game, too. They're laying two and a half tonight. Oh, Paul. This is, this is real. And Paul, we'll, uh, this I, is... I can't. We'll talk to Coach Thorpe next week. He, he's been saying he loved this guy from the get-go, he did. too. He did. You know what this is going to be like? Memphis Grizzlies basketball is going to turn into NHL first periods from three years ago. Yeah. What did he do tonight? What did he, Yes. So it's going to be must-watch television. Again, coming off that six blocks of uh, a six-block performance the other night. And now tonight they're laying three and a half against the Jazz. Oh, it's that hot went up now? I okay. see three and a half at Bad Rivers right now. Total is two twenty five. They are leaking oil, man. They've lost yep. nine of eleven, you know. And this is interesting again from a future standpoint. This is a big night. Denver's laying five and a half. If they win and the Jazz lose, it's down to a game in the loss column. Correct. You can find them twenty to one to win the division. That is something else. This is real. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good this, night, but I like I lean Memphis too. As uh, they've been playing well, yeah, great story. Is a pretty good card tonight. Uh, look at look at the, the Lakers catching six and a half in Charlotte. LeBron questionable. Well, who, uh, and then, who, who knows what what's going to happen with LeBron? What do you do with that total? Two twenty eight and a half. Lakers played in another low scoring game last night, but it is Charlotte we're talking about here, and they're coming off that All Star game performance where they scored one hundred and fifty eight in yeah. the last game. Yeah, now that was against a bad Pacers team right now. Yeah, Oubre's uh, questionable too. Although he was awesome in that in that win against Indiana. Yeah, uh, Lakers twenty sixth in scoring defense. You think maybe Davis can beat him up? Charlotte saw uh, horrendous in rebounding twenty sixth, but that's yeah. Certainly, Davis makes a world of difference. You've seen in the two games what they've allowed and what they were giving up in his absence. Uh, but yeah, certainly it comes to LeBron. Yep. It comes a- down to LeBron. Anything on the uh, Celtics Hawks game tonight? Hawks are lane two, playing better basketball right now. Total is two eighteen and a half. Hawks can play in these games still this year. I know a lot of the yeah. unders have been the story so far in the NBA this year, but the Hawks can still play in these games occasionally. Where And Tatum's been great lately. Young's been playing better. The Hawks just absolutely murdered the Kings, but that's not saying much, I guess. Well, they've won five in a row, but they're still the 12 seed, and the Hawks have been one of the bigger disappointments in the league. I mean, they go to the conference finals, and they were a great record when they changed coaches going back to last February, and now they can't get out of their own way. So, And then Boston... Sean Grandy had this, who calls the Celtics games. They're 57 and 56 in their last 103 games, whatever it is. That sounds about that, right. That's, that, that's, that's who the Celtics are. They're yeah. an average team. No, they have not been great going back. No, nope. they really haven't been. Nope. Major disappointment. But I would lean Atlanta there, and uh, I, I can see your case for, for the over in that game. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, not to uh, pee on your parade, but this is – they ran the ESPN ran the numbers. They project the Bulls to be the seventh seed. 
Uh, I'm not surprised. With the ball injury and the Caruso injury yes. and the losses are coming. So mm-hmm. that that's even more reason to really get nuts with this Cavs future. But also, it was pointed out to me that you can find in-season like running win totals, and the Bulls' win total right now is like 48.5 or 49.5. I would take. I can't do this because it's not here in Las Vegas. If I could, and I have them over 42.5, I would go for a middle spot right now on the Bulls, and I would bet under 48.5 or 49.5. If you can find 49.5, certainly it's a better number to bet under right now. But that's if you can find that, that means you have to get to 50. And the way that this team's been struggling and all their injuries, um, I'm not so sure about yeah, that. Cavs are going to do this, my friend. I'm telling you. Uh, T-Wolves and Suns, good late game. How about this game? Uh, t- tough spot with the T-Wolves on the back-to-back. Yep. Suns have been great, 38-9. They're laying a bunch tonight. They're laying nine with a high total. Did you see the start time of the late game? Look at this. I did. It's very strange to me. It's because a doubleheader on ESPN. The Knicks are playing the Bucks at 9-10 local tip. Sure. It's it's actually it's the latest game on the NBA schedule tonight, and Phoenix has a home game. Yeah, for for television purposes. Yeah, I'm like, what, what what's this all about? I look at the, the games in Milwaukee. It says the games in Milwaukee, unless I miss something. Yep, yep. They're, they're tipping a game at nine ten local time. You know, it's it's very early right now, so you know, knowing the status of all these players is very difficult in the NBA. But the Heat recently got Bam Adebayo back. Hero played the other night. They're laying six at home against the Clippers. Seems short, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to bet the Heat tonight in that Clippers game. Clippers continue the road trip, Correct. all these yep. comebacks, right? Yes. So much energy. You're down to 35, you're down 14, you come back to win both. Yeah, I could see the Heat taking them out. And then I think the Bucks respond too after getting blown out and embarrassed by the Cavs. You see, Freak showed up to the postgame presser with a bucket of chicken. Beans. No, he did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good move. And that's, what, that's when he said, we suck tonight. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. JJ Reddick said, by far and away, it was Wings, right? You said? Yeah. yeah, Wings, yeah. J.J. Reddick said, best Wings in the league, Cleveland. Really? Yeah, yeah. How about that? I, I thought what, it was Atlanta. Totally right. That's what everybody said. It was <laughs> Lou Williams, <laughs> yeah. right? Magic City. <laughs> that's right. In Atlanta. J.J. Huh? <laughs> Reddick says, Cleveland. All right. And this is well, from, there's other reasons to go to Magic. Uh, they have Wings and other things. Really? Paul, what are they? What yeah. are the reasons? Can <laughs> you run them down for us? Um, this is television gold, by the way, last oh. night. And good for Shaq for taking him out in a body bag, right? Because what Ben okay. Simmons now, his future in Philadelphia, forget about it, it's over with. Uh, but Shaq went scorched earth last night on Ben Simmons. He's, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's, he's dominating. We slash I stay on big guys because I care about them. I want them to play a certain way. I want them to play at a certain level. <clears throat> difference between him and his soft partner is he can take criticism without being a crybaby. And he still wants to play. Because me and Charles, we've been on him. We stay on him. We tell him to his face what he needs to do. He didn't cry. He didn't say I want to be traded. He didn't, you know, complain about mistreatment. And that's the difference. That's why I like and respect him. The other guy I don't respect, I've been thinking about it. You're missing the whole season because they asked your coach a question, can we win without you? And your coach gave a funny answer. That should tell you you need to get in the summertime and work on your game. You don't think I haven't been criticized by you guys and Stephen A. You don't think I have you know haven't been criticized by L.A. media, New York media. Great players get criticized, but the great players also step up to the criticism and perform. So this other guy, I don't respect him. I would get rid of him. Wow, he was that was uh, praising Embiid and then ripping yep. Shaq wouldn't even say his name. Nope. And he's right; they're so committed to try to make this work. But that's the thing. If I trade for Simmons, and he's right, because what, what, your, your butt hurt because uh, they asked Doc a question. He goes, I don't know if we can win with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, again, that's on you. Work on your game. 
and now your feelings are hurt? I mean, th- I'm going to trade for Simmons, and then suddenly the so-called mental, you got to be careful. I don't know. Who knows? I, yeah. the, the, the mental health issues will go away. Yeah, he's gonna uh, be totally how do I fine. trade for the guy? He can't make a jump shot. I can't play him in crunch time. He can't make a free throw. He's turning down wide open dunks in playoff games and all this. And I was just, oh, okay, well, I'm trading. I'll be good. I never want to set foot in Philly again. I mean, turning down that wide open dunk was as alarming as it gets. Sure. And by the way, I don't know who should be drug tested first. Maury, right, for thinking that he's going to get a superstar in return for this guy, and he's dead set in this. Or if a team actually gives up a superstar for Ben Simmons. Well, how can you? You can't? No. I want nothing to do with this guy. Oh. What a shame in Philadelphia. But that's kind of what he was like at LSU as well. Not going to class. Um, they made him play, or he let him play anyway. Couldn't even get his team to the NCAA tournament. Totally entitled. Wants to be a Kardashian. You know, as you've said for many years, is a Car- you know, wrapped up in the Kardashian world. You can have him. And I'm glad Shaq took him apart last night. Yeah, and good job by Embiid. I mean, he's, he's a superstar. And he he's is. probably going to win the MVP. Yep. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 20% profit boost on the NHL every Friday. Must be 21 plus. Offer not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. We'll hit some of the uh, most creative props we've noticed for the two championship uh, games coming up next. You can get a nice plus price in both games for this bet. If you hit just one, you're going to be a winner. But the problem is. Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.